trends we're seeing right now for baseball and softball is not even selling a physical controller. It's selling a scoreboard that is Bluetooth enabled that uh, we can control it straight from a phone or a tablet. Hello and welcome to the Dactronics Experience Podcast. I'm Justin Oxner here with Matt Anderson. Today we're joined by Kyle Saito, High School Market Manager, Lisa Silvera, Product Marketing for Digital Signage and On-Premise, and Jody Huntimer, High School Strategic Marketing Manager. We're going to talk about digital trends for high schools and sports facilities, and also communicating digitally inside and outside the school. And we're here today with Kyle, Lisa, and Jody. Kyle, how are you doing? Good, good. How are you, Justin? I'm doing good. I'm in the podcast bunker here with Matt Anderson. He's six feet away, thankfully, <laughs> staying safe over here. Yep. Uh, Lisa, how are you? I'm good, guys. How are you? Pretty good. And Jody, how are you doing? Doing well. Okay, we're here to talk about some digital trends in high schools. But first, we're going to give a quick intro of everyone so we know who we're talking to here today. Kyle, can you give a quick intro of yourself? Yeah, uh, I am the uh, market manager for the high school market here at Dectronics. Um, my job is to work with uh, customers across the country at the high school level and, and um, uh, help make sure that our products are doing what they need them to do and making their jobs easier. I'm glad you you asked Kyle about that because I was about to say, I think Kyle's been on three times already, so I was going to skip over him, no offense, Kyle, but then think, oh, that's right, not everyone listens to every episode, right? So it probably is a good refresher to hear Kyle in his, his role. So. Well, You're right. don't, don't, uh, don't go back to the other ones and see what I said when you asked me what I do to those because <laughs> it might be a totally different answer. It's ever-evolving. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, so then maybe we can jump over to you then, Lisa. Can you give our listeners uh, a little bit of information about your role at Dectronics? Sure. I'm, uh, I guess what's clarified as a, a product marketer at Dectronics. I work on the digital signage uh, or, or adjacent applications as it pertains to our indoor digital signage applications, utilizing our LCDs uh, in our content management system. And I'm really about supporting all of the, the Dectronics sales um, opportunities across all the markets. Um, for our adjacent applications as we're speaking about an indoor product for our cl- our clients. Okay. And Jody, can you give us a quick intro of yourself? Certainly. So I am the strategic marketing manager for the high school park and rec market. And really my job is to work closely with Kyle and product managers such as Lisa to understand what our product offering is to our market, what the benefits of those products are to our customers and convey that message out to them. Awesome. This is a good group of people together uh, today for this topic because today we're going to be talking about some of the different digital trends that that you three are seeing in in the high schools, for example. Um, Maybe we can start out with Kyle and maybe give us a little bit of a heads up as to what you're seeing as far as sports facilities. Yeah, sure, Matt. Um, Well, you know, sports facilities in the last year have been kind of an interesting interesting facility for schools you know fans have have been absent for a little while and and uh, we were right before the pandemic that we were really coming into this world of of uh entertainment and and sports facilities the gymnasium or the football stadium being the center of the community and and really being an opportunity to use uh high school sports to build a community and that kind of washed away for a little bit or 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 came close to washing away but um uh, high schools were able to bring it back and, and bring it back in awesome ways. And streaming obviously has been very popular in sports facilities uh, because the fans weren't able to be there. But now that we are 
coming back. I think we're coming back with a bang and, and, uh, uh, high schools are trying to say, we want to be better than ever. We want to, uh, rally our community better than ever. Uh, so they're looking at things that do that, like video displays, uh, sound systems. And not only are they looking at things, these, this piece of equipment that can do it, but they're, they're turning the content as well. And, uh, you know, we, we're doing a promotion right now through our creative services team that, uh, we can partner with the school. They can deliver all their graduation headshots and we'll lay up, we'll lay them all out and deliver the content back to the school. Um, so they can, uh, project every single senior's graduation photo up on the display during a graduation in the in the uh, gymnasium or in the football stadium or not football stadium but in the school stadium. Um, so, so it's it's really cool to see how they're coming back and how they're using our equipment to build this community and to give the experience that those uh, uh, that we've missed for about a year. And then then on top of that, some other trends that we're seeing. Uh, in addition to building the community and creating those experiences is just ease of use of everything. You know, when you think about uh, schools today, they're doing more than they've ever done and more than they've ever done with DAC equipment and more than they've ever done outside of our world. But in the end, somebody has to do this stuff. So uh, if they all, if they do buy a video display, uh, somebody's got to run it. And someone not only has to run it for the varsity level, but somebody has to run it for JV and freshman and any youth event. And oftentimes that means, hey, we have this big, powerful thing. We need to make sure that that uh, that our volunteers can can control this stuff. And so there's been a a, a big trend moving towards ease of use. And you know, we we do have some products that have aligned well with that. Our All Sport Pro uh, is is a new control system that that runs the scoreboard and the video in one controller. So it really has allowed schools to say, Hey, we have this, we have this awesome video display that we, you know, in the past maybe have only used for varsity events. We now can use it for every single level because we only have to have the scoreboard operator. We don't need to have this big production crew that, uh, that maybe video boards of the past may have required. So it's pretty cool to see how ease of use is quickly taking hold uh, it to be a very important piece of why people are buying uh, our products and you know that 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 same conversation rolls into um, sound system making that easy to use rolls into a scoreboard that it might be at a lower level field or a scoreboard that doesn't have a video display uh, you know baseball scoreboards one of the biggest trends we're seeing right now for baseball and softball is not even selling a physical controller it's selling a scoreboard that is Bluetooth enabled that uh, we can control it straight from a phone or a tablet, which has, has really uh, was, was under development and actually was released before the pandemic hit, but it was kind of a, uh, a product that really uh, the interest was increased because of the pandemic because uh, parents or, or a volunteer can show up at, at an event and pull their own phone out, open up the DAC score app, connect to the scoreboard and run the scoreboard straight from their own phone. There's no passing of devices, passing of germs, sanitization type of stuff. It's all from your own device. So that really played well um, into the past year, but it also is just capitalizing on the ease of use of the technology that fans and volunteers already know. And that's, that's Apple and Android devices. So I would say when you ask about trends of sports facilities, 
Matt. Um, that's a long-winded answer, but ease of use, <laughs> uh, building community around their sports teams in their venues, and uh, making sure that they can con- they can connect with fans wherever they are through streaming and in-venue video displays. Probably the biggest trend we've seen over the last uh, year, year and a half. Yeah, no, and I and I like this topic because right trends is is unique in the sense of what happened last year. So it's kind of a it's kind of what happened last year. What did people take? And I might I might throw this question to you, Jody. Right? Is I mean, you're talking about trends and stuff like Kyle had said, and we've heard from some customers that there was just things they were forced into doing during mm-hmm. the pandemic that they actually really like and they're going to keep moving forward. And I got to imagine, you know, the streaming is one of them or how they're handling graduations. Have you seen that in the in the high school market? And is there anything else that is kind of stuck? Definitely. Streaming has become critical, actually, for those schools who were able to host their athletic events, um, whether it be on time, uh, such as it was here in South Dakota or, or in a different time frame. Um, a lot of fall sports are happening right now in the spring and attendance is limited, but they still want to make that connection with the community, you know, grandparents and, and parents and all those who are unable to maybe be in the facility watching their student athlete compete now can watch via the live stream. And uh, as Kyle said, some of these things we were working on before this pandemic hit and it's amazing how they've enabled some of these schools to um, put out a better production via their live stream. You know, we have our our big stream product, which basically gives the viewer at home the same experience watching the game as they may have had in in stadium or in the arena um, by having sponsors on there. So that's another way schools can take care of uh, sponsors that they have. They can have animations running, you know, such as touchdown or three point, uh, like they would in person at the event. And and really give a, a higher level production without doing much more on their end at the facility to, to make their live stream better. Yeah, that's great to hear. And, and you've been talking about a lot of different things they've been doing for sports and, and how they've been evolving, especially because of the pandemic and mm-hmm. things have changed in those different trends. And we've noticed that even in different areas, communication has been really key during the past year and, and letting people know what the policies are and what's expected. Um, have you guys seen that trickle inside the school as well into different areas? Um, I'll toss this over to Lisa. Have, have you seen the communication aspect of Dectronics products expanding within the school? Yeah, absolutely. Especially with the pandemic, it's the perfect time. You know, the schools even pre, pre to last year in our situation, uh, they found a stronger need to increase their ability to communicate indoors. And really what it is is bringing that message they might have outside of their school, inside of the school. And now with the pandemic uh, and people coming on premise, we want to make sure we're communicating with them even before they get into the schools about COVID protocols, safety, and um, all those kind of informations that are very important and very need to be very timely um, and getting to those those people. But inside the schools, we really wanted to assist, you know, our, our application really assists with having them remove anything that somebody can touch, maybe that pin board or maybe that leaflet that's hanging around you know, getting that up on screens, LCDs throughout the school um, to get the communication out to visitors, uh, students, you know, teachers, anybody that's in that school. Um, but even besides the communication for the pandemic, utilizing those screens to do other things within the school, maybe sharing the information on the menu boards for the cafeteria, um, and then even utilizing those the screens, the larger screens or video walls in a common area where the students might gather and talk a little bit about the schools and what's going on in their sporting events and things that they're doing in the community and being able to share all that. Um, but there's so much they can communicate 
and they, they have to find ways to do it. And our application is just a perfect fit to be able to do that in either in the school that they are in now or in a network of schools and being having that being able to be controlled by a district person or a local person content that's on those displays yeah those are i mean communication all the different reasons you're bringing up lisa are very important i'm even thinking about as school resumed right this last fall of bringing my son back there there was a lot of okay he needed a lot of communication wasn't sure because it was all different even me when he forgot like his backpack i think i had to call school even to be like okay when i come in here where can i and where can't i go um what are the kind of restrictions that go on when you're when you're talking about all these different ways to reach people lisa too what is what is maybe like the control of all this, right? Because you may have a lot of different areas and hallways, offices, and, and different things. Mm-hmm. What is it like from the control aspect to make sure you get those messages out? Yeah, the nice thing about the control is that you could be, it's, it's in the cloud. You could be at home, the home office, or it could be the principal at the school, and they can log into their account, and they can actually see all the displays in their account and quickly be able to send out messages to any one of those displays or, or all of them at once. We make it very easy for someone to take that piece of content that might be, you know, please wash or, or use the uh, sanitation on the way into the school, um, putting it the the front and the lobby areas and the office areas, and quickly put that to any screen that they wanted to. So, and then having mixed messages also and having different messages on different displays, um, it's as easy as bringing those pieces of content into the application and then looking at the screens that you want to yeah, put it out to and on a click of a button, you can push that, that piece of content out. And, and sometimes almost in real time, if we're looking to get out messages uh, that need to be timely, especially for maybe an emergency alert or a COVID reaction or a school closure, they're able to get those, those messages out through the system quite quickly within, you know, one to 20 seconds so that those messages can be read. Um, but the system itself, again, it's in the cloud, so they can be anywhere. They can also preset messages. So if they know that they have an event coming um, a week or a month away, they can actually schedule that content and have it set to play on certain days or certain um, hours of the day, making sure that it'll start and stop on a certain time. So they don't even have to be there. They can kind of preset any of their content also. That's great to hear that what they can do with the content in this, inside the school and, and how they can schedule everything and, and it's cloud-based so it's easy, easily accessible. Um, Kyle, did you have something else you wanted to hit on inside the school? Yeah, you know, it, it's, it's, it's really easy to see how, this, how digital, uh, digital displays and digital content can work and the value of it when, when we are talking about things like the pandemic. But, you know, at, at some point, we're, we're going to be moving past that. And I think it's important to note that, that uh, the importance or the value of digital doesn't, doesn't go away. And I want to, uh, you know, take you back to high school a little bit, a little bit. And, and uh, how many times did you think, you know, were you walking down a hallway and you saw something on a bulletin board? And you thought, I'm going to sign up for that. But you, but then it came and went and you missed it. That, that really isn't good for a kid or isn't fun for a kid. And, and it, it might be something they want. It might be the one thing that they were going to join that year. And we all know the importance of, of uh, kids and involved in extracurriculars. And if they are involved in extracurriculars, they're more likely to go to college or, or uh, uh, the next level of education. And so it's important that we make sure that kids have the opportunity to be in what's in the, in the thing that they want to be in. But if you see a bulletin that says sign up by Friday and then Friday comes and goes and you forget uh, you missed that opportunity. But with digital signage, it can say sign up by May 1st. And then um, and then as it gets closer to May 1st, maybe that message changed. Hey, only one more day to sign up, Two, you know, 12 more hours to sign up. The call to action can change on a digital sign a lot easier, which makes that 
makes that student more eager to go sign up or, or maybe makes them go sign up now versus pushing it off. So uh, really digital signage is not only good for emergency situations and, and pandemic type stuff, it's good in helping students uh, go to the next level and be more comfortable in school and, and find a group to belong with and ultimately do better and be more successful as an individual. So I think digital content and digital signage, how you use them in a school, uh, what you put on them, putting the right things at the right time can really help a school achieve a lot more uh, success as a district or a school uh, and ultimately make make uh, everybody's outcome a lot better. Yeah, I like what you said about yeah. changing the message and, and updating it to create maybe more of a sense of urgency or um, beyond just a reminder to say, hey, you wanted to do this, don't forget, and you've only got this much time left. Because kids forget pretty easily, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like they forget things. Like, you're asking me to think back to high school, Kyle, and that was a stretch for me to think of that. I was even thinking of there'd always be like half ripped up posters on the wall because someone thought it would be funny when they're walking by, right, to just grab it. And rip it yeah. up or just grab it half, tear it in, in like that. So you can't do that with a digital <laughs> sign. It's a yeah. lot harder to do when it's a digital <laughs> sign. I think that what Kyle said was, was perfect because, you know, a lot of the times for the digital displays, you do the dynamic message actually will elicit a, a more of an emotional response to our students. And, and one of the stats and things that we we're looking at is that, you know, they said 97% of today's students would rather get their information digitally. And if you think about it, they're looking at their phones, they're looking at their iPads, their computers, they're used to the digital experience. So for them to walk by a screen, it would just make sense for them to look at it. They're going to get that reaction. We're going to get the eyes on those displays and, and that message. Uh, putting those things back up on those pin boards and the papers, I, I, you probably get far less students, you know, looking at them, more likely to walk by without looking. So getting their attention is so important, like Kyle said, and getting them to have a response or an action from that is going to be so much easier if it's a digital display, something they're very accustomed to in their everyday life. Yeah, I'm thinking about you're talking about the importance, like kids used to looking at screens, and that's mm -hmm. definitely been amplified, right, by um, some schools that used to or still are doing remote learning, right? So then it's remote learning is primarily done through like a laptop mm -hmm. or Zoom calls and those types of things into that too. Um, I don't know, we can maybe toss it over to, to Jody then. Is there something to be said about, you know, this amount of communication when it is in regards to outside of the school? Absolutely. And, and to use marketing terminology, right, you need to touch somebody seven times before they retain the message you're trying to communicate. So if you are talking to your students or to the public as they are in your school, um, bringing that message outside can have uh, just one more touch and one more opportunity for them to retain that message. Um, whether it is displays you know, out on your sidewalk, we call that street furniture. Um, a marquee out on the boulevard or displays above your entrances as you walk in in your green spaces. If uh, if the school has a nice green space area, they can use for potential movies. They could use it as an outdoor classroom. Um, but you can, um, in the advertising world, there's a, a concept called day party. During the day, those displays can all be communicating messages relevant to your students, uh, whether it's signing up for uh, a, a new club that started, if it's the lunch menu for the day, if it's reminders that they need to take care of graduation, um, cap and gown type things as that comes up. Or in the evenings, if you're hosting events, it can provide information to the public attending those events. You know, go in the front doors and turn left, give them some wayfinding or give them information if it's still masks required and, and providing that before they walk in your doors. 
that outdoor signage is, is equally important as your indoor signage. And there's a lot of different ways to provide that based on um, how your campus is set up. And can that even expand beyond just the, the existing campus to like the entire district? Say there's multiple schools that have the same messaging. Does that work for, for all those schools? And they, can they connect that if they have the similar signage? Absolutely. Lisa touched on this earlier in talking about if, if you have an administrator at the district level who wants to convey the same message to all of the elementary schools, all of the middle schools, all of the high schools, they can push that same message from the cloud to each of those schools. Um, they can even narrow it down to, I want this message to only show up in the displays in the lunchroom, or I want this message to show up on all of the displays throughout the school. Um, maybe it is a, a message that only applies to elementary schools, and so they push it only to those schools um, that they choose that message to go to. And, and so they have that choice, whether it be at each school to to schedule the content on each of the displays within their own schools, or if it is a district-wide message, they can pick and choose which schools they need that that uh, content to be displayed at, whether it's indoor or outdoor. Because yeah, I got to think... I mean, the, a lot of theme here, right, is communication, communication. Mm-hmm. And it's, um, you mentioned all the different schools within a city, right? Even cities have multiple high schools, but there's, there's, I feel like they've come together too, right? In that they all have a lot of the same messages they need to get across. And maybe it just, I don't know, Kyle, it stresses the importance, right, of making sure that everyone's on the same page in the district, that what you wanted, that you, what you want to happen, whether you're parting them out, kind of like Jody said, that you have a system that's able to do that, right? Yeah, and really it goes back to um, uh, who are you trying to target? You know, there, there's each individual school probably wants to connect in some way with um, with students, with parents, maybe with staff. Uh, and then as you expand that out into more of a district, you might add in um, community members uh, or, or uh, future students, future parents. Uh, of kids that are going to go to that high school. But, you know, it, it kind of circles back to when we talked about sports facilities at the beginning. Uh, one of the trends we're seeing is building a community. And and the community is very important because as a district-wide uh, or as a district, you're always wanting to look in the future and plan for things. And one of the big mistakes that, that I see or we see uh, in talking with districts is when districts say, we're going to start a campaign soon for a referendum or a levy or whatever, uh, whatever it might be, depending on where they're at. But they say, we're going to start a campaign soon, which, which ultimately means we're going to talk about our district and talk about our needs and, and, and where we want to go and, and all the good things that we have going on. But in reality, they should be doing that all the time. They always, you should not wait until you have something on the table to talk about the good things that you're doing to your community. You should be. You should spend time building that community all the time and making people uh, excited about what you have going on and and seeing all the good things you are doing. So then, when you do ask for something, uh, the community will rally behind you because they know that you know what you're doing and that you're doing good for their community. Um, and so, I think it's important to look at all of the ways that school can connect and digital signage in front of the school is one of the best ways to connect with people that are that don't have somebody at your school today. And if you can connect with them and tell them all the great things you're doing, they're going to feel good about your school. They're going to feel good about everything that you're doing. And when they see that you're asking for something in the future, uh, they're probably going to support you. Um, if they don't feel good or they don't 
think you're doing a good job, um, they might not support you. So, so communication is extremely important, whether it's to students, to parents, uh, to future students and parents, the staff, or just to the general public of your community. It's very important to make sure that you're connecting with them all the time with the, all the great things that you're doing at the school. That's, that's a great thought there, Kyle. And we've been talking about all the digital communication that Dactronics can help with and the different places that it can connect with all those different audiences that you mentioned to help build a community and communicate and keep things um, top of mind and, and aware of what's going on. Um, if somebody's looking to get more digital signage or looking to implement something like that, where, where could they uh, start or who could they contact? Yeah, I got to think like, what's your first steps, right? Because I mean, maybe the middle school has something different than the high school. What would you suggest? I mean, I'm pretty much asking the same question you asked Justin, but like, that's where my, my mind went is like, what's that first step you need to take? How do you go forward? Yeah, well, we have we, we obviously have Dectronics reps all over the country. So if you don't know who your Dectronics rep is, uh, you can go to our website and uh, uh, submit an inquiry there, and we'll get somebody in contact with you. But I think it's it's number one to sit down with the Dectronics rep and and maybe talk them through what you're trying to do as a district, um, maybe what you envision as as success. Um, you know, we can maybe do an inventory of of all of the maybe you already have some digital signage at some locations. Um, but, but basically do an inventory of everything that you got and, and put together a plan that will help you not only achieve uh, your individual school goals, but maybe the district has additional goals that they have that they want to talk about. We can bring the district-wide uh, view into play. And don't don't forget about your sports facilities. We talked about before, they're, that's where a lot of people come. That's where a lot of the interaction with your school is. Uh, having Having your communication system tie in with that is important as well. So uh, there's really a lot of different avenues it can go, but it all starts with what do you want to do? What's, what do you, what do you see as successful and work with your DAC rep to, uh, uh, to put a plan in place that's going to help you achieve those goals. I'm going to kind of ask Lisa too, because I'm thinking this is a different way of, of trying to phrase the question that I just asked Justin, but if it's almost like a cheat sheet. So Lisa, if you're meeting with someone for the first time to kind of discuss the the varying topics that we've kind of talked about today, what are, what is some information maybe they should bring to the table when they meet with you instead of, you know, like a random, Oh, I never thought of that. That's a good question. Right. Like what's some information that you would recommend that they kind of think about prior to meeting with you? Yeah, that's a good one. Um, having, I think it's first of all, having them being able to think a little bit outside of the box and, and thinking about all those things that they might be seeing or hearing about that other people are doing and, and understanding, again, the first thing that Kyle said, what do you want to communicate and how do you want to communicate? That will really kind of help us determine how we can do that. And if we start getting down to kind of the super nuts, we want to understand, is it going to be a, a school experience? Is it going to be a network of school experience? Um, do you have an idea of where you might want to be putting displays outside or indoors? Just some thoughts around that. Are you thinking your lobby um, outside of your gymnasium? Um, then start thinking about getting a little bit more granular and thinking about, you know, how many displays, but one thing we're always going to ask, what kind of content do you want to put on those? And we're going to help actually help. We have a nice strategic team in our, in our reps that will help them think strategically about here's the content I w they want to play. What kind of screens will be best suited on them? It should be a video wall. Maybe it's something that might be interactive. Uh, maybe it's something that goes outside. But understanding the communication message and the content they have will help us determine kind of the solution and the best fits for them. Um, and then we can kind of even get even more granular from there and, and start looking at specific displays and sizes and, you know, and, and how we might mount them and where they might go. So uh, we can start broad 
understand that they want to do this and then kind of narrow down maybe how they might want to get started. I've had schools start with one or two displays and as the months have gone by, they keep adding two more and then two more. Mm -hmm. They're seeing the value. They're seeing people looking at them. Um, some carry social media. So they find it a very useful tool for everybody to look at. So they just kind of grow from there. And it's not, it's not, um, you know, if you're nervous about getting started, we're going to help make it an easy experience for them. Um, but even if you start small and then you think as you move and grow, grow, we'll be there every step of the way. Nice. And uh, Jody, do, maybe I'll go to you with this. What if somebody is just kind of thinking about this and wants to research it a little bit before they make a call and, and talk to a Dactronics rep? Do, do they have um, any um, information or resources we could direct them to? Yes, we do have uh, a few assets. We're working on a, an interactive video that shows you where uh, potential ideas for schools are to put displays and we'll have a link in the podcast for that. We have a brochure as well that can um, help you determine, you know, what options are available and, and what types of products are a good fit for the different areas. And we'll also include a link for that too. All right. Well, we will definitely include links to those in the show notes so everybody can find that information. Um, and I wanted to say thank you for coming on today to everybody for um, joining us, taking the time to talk about this topic of digital trends at high schools. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having us. Thank you. All right. Thanks. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Dectronics Experience Podcast. Please subscribe at your favorite place to listen to podcasts to keep up with our latest episodes. 